This episode has been sponsored by Erica Acosta from Modern Images, located in Harlingen, Texas, at 2305 East Harrison. Erica is a color specialist and Brazilian blowout certified. If you would like to set up an appointment, give her a call at 956-241-1973. Now back to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I am Ernie Crazy Eyes from Primitive Minds and Recall Productions. Today, I have an awesome band, uh, Chronic Trigger. How, how are you guys doing? You're awesome. Yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not dead. <laughs> I know, right? Same. <laughs> yeah, we, su- we survived the year. Yeah, by quarantining in our band So space, far. Like, <laughs> so far. You, you know what? Uh, when I go to work, like, Thursday through Saturday, like, I tend to smoke a lot of cigarettes since I work outside, like, since the bar is outside. Uh, and when I wake up each morning, I'm kind of like, oh, fuck, I'm having trouble, like, like right. I, got, I got the Rona. <laughs> you just cough it out. Cough it out. I know, right? Three minutes later, you're feeling fine. Deep breaths. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know how's the how's the pandemic been treating you guys since you know music kind of stopped? It? Sadly, well, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all essential. I mean, it's been as good as it can be. We luckily. You know, we've been able to focus on our new album and the new single that we'll be releasing here shortly. We're going in the studio on the 7th to work on that single. And so it really just gave us time to, you know, get a lot of this material tightened up and ready to record and kind of work on some of our content and plan for the next tour, you know? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I know I'm kind of jumping the gun right now, but uh, when can we hear some, when, when will we be listening to the new single and when can we expect a new album? Hopefully January. Yeah. yeah Hopefully so January. If everything works yeah, out, so January. We've got studio time on the seventh and we'll see we'll see how long it takes to make it how we want and how we want people to listen to it. And, and we'll have the new that. the new single for the song that only Ryan can pronounce. That will be <laughs> fucking Peter's poison porky porpoise punchable party. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, but you know, we figured we had to have a song title that matched the song itself. Right. It's as complicatingly confusing as the song. We'll also be doing a, a claymation video for that song as well. Which we've been making creatures for. <laughs> making a bunch of creatures for it. It's gonna be fantastic. It's very gory. So many yeah. shots. Could be interesting, you know, you never know. Hell. <laughs> it'll be entertaining, it'll be. To see and hear that. <laughs> and to try to pronounce whatever it is that you said. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Plucking pustule Peter's poisoned porky porpoise punch bowl party. Yep. Now say that five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> you know what? In in today's rap music, I think that's one full song right there. Just kind right? of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 16 bars at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And uh you know where does the name chronic trigger come from? We fought a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We were in Yellowstone, and this fucking bear came up and started talking some shit. And you know what? And that's how we got the name. It was fantastic. It was great. You had to be there. It was one of those stories. Oh, yeah. And bears in the Midwest, they, they, they talk a lot of shit. shit yeah, it's really all talk, though. There's not a lot of follow-through with no. Midwestern bears. Especially I mean, when you come back with a slap. Yeah. Yeah, they'll usually do <laughs> <laughs> Were you chronically triggered? Yeah. By the bear. I was pretty chronically triggered by that fucking bear. <laughs> we like the chronic when we like to get triggered. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's game, the game, the game, the game, the game, the game. <laughs> definitely the game. That's a game. I mean, I mean, especially now, like it seems like everybody kind of gets triggered easily. So, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And really, when we're writing our music, if it isn't trigger triggering our stimulus and exciting us and making us either giggle or you know strain. Uh, then it's really not worth playing, so we kind of try to focus on triggering ourselves, you know? We're <laughs> it either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put on some Nickelback and you'll trigger yourself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of alone time. You know, we're musicians. We're not really that social. Friends. <laughs> and, uh... What what musician or you know certain person inspired you guys to pick up your instrument? That does, that differs on the person. Yeah, Thursday, oh, Thursday. That, that, that's, a, that's a question for each of you. We're we're so diverse in everything that we listen to and play. I mean, my biggest musical influence is a uh, a band from back in the day called Doctor Keith and the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> That, that shaped most of my life, and then I fell into less playful. That's what got me playing bass and slap bass, but I'd always grown up, grown up on metal, you know, classical, Christian, gypsy, leprechaun rock. I was a bit on that for a while, but then I met these guys, and they tried to get me into reggae music. <laughs> I would hands down say Mushroom Head and a lot of older Southern rock, which I just listened to from growing up, just Molly Hatchet, Leonard Skinner, and a lot of the old blues. Oh yeah. Uh, what about you, Marshall? Shit, mostly mostly dad rock, and then I ended Skate up becoming rock. a dad rock. <laughs> 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 Don't knock the classics, bro. <laughs> and then after that, I pretty much became a nerd and got into classical, and then just got into heavier and heavier metal after that. Couldn't get good enough grades to stay in band, so I ended up joining one. <laughs> 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 what about you, Justin? Uh, I would say Jimi Hendrix, maybe, would be one of the reasons why I first picked up a, a guitar. Well, Jimi Hendrix and like uh, like Zeppelin and and that sort of stuff. And I mean, I just grew up listening to like. Ozzy and Tool and and stuff like that and uh, I would say one of my biggest influences like recently would be like Deftones and uh, uh, like Corn is a, a big influence on me as well. Um, so what inspires you? Uh, Thursday. Uh, that, they're one of the reasons. There's a, a little drum segment during the chorus of a song called I Am The Killer on Full Collapse. The way that he uh, does the toms right there, it was like a trigger for 
me. And it, like, it, seriously, I just couldn't stop thinking about the sound of it. And uh, Dream Theater was a big one. Like uh, a lot of us, Tool. There's so many, like, oh, like uh, you said, dude, there's so many the things right. that I could say. Like even, uh, like even Backstreet Boys. It's easier finding stuff that didn't influence but, us. But now, yeah. now I, play, I play metal drums primarily now. We can it's sit here and dance all day. <laughs> it's, the funnest, it's the funnest type of music to play as a drummer. It's so good for my personality because I have like this aggressive tendency to I could really let it out and still fit into the soundscape. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. And uh do do you guys have uh any plans for like a virtual show? You know, we uh, thought a virtual show. We thought about it, but it's you know, it's really hard with metal because it's so it's so gritty, it's so intense, you you have to be there and fill it. We feed off of the crowds. You can make a music uh, video, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can, you can do a live show and make a music video. You know, I mean, that in that cool sense, it's got to be a good production. Because for us, our live show, it's really something you have to be there. We feed off the crowd. There's a lot of retarded banter. You know, we like to break yeah. each other down and have a good time. You know, and that that that, that energy is kind of lacking when you're, you know, in your empty room. You know, yeah, trying it's to difficult just, without that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's our fuel. You know what I mean? We don't do this for us. We do this for everyone else. That's like the fucking punchline of the joke being shared with the room. You know, it's pointless. I can tell jokes in my bathroom all day long and it doesn't have any effect, you know? But yeah, yeah, exactly. Delivering that music and having the crowd feedback and feeling that energy is why we play music. So doing the, the virtual shows just doesn't have the same feel, you know? We just rather stick to our retarded one minute content videos of us doing idiot stuff and making people laugh, you know? Can't take it too seriously. But if anybody watching this wants to do that shit and you want to come here and yeah. to our venue and do it, <laughs> so free. Do it. we probably wouldn't move our instruments for it though. Yeah, <laughs> venue's open. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm honestly like, when I was listening to you guys uh, while I was getting ready for the interview, in my head, uh, I like to just, you know, close my eyes and, uh, you know, imagine what I'm seeing and stuff. And, you know, I had a, I had a good time just listening to the music. <laughs> I'm glad, dude. I'm glad you had fun. That's the idea. You know, like I said, when we write it, if we're not having fun through every bit of it, and excited by the next part, like, oh shit, I, I completely forgot this was gonna happen. Oh dude, this, this is fucking excited. great. Yeah, yeah. Right? this is never boring. Yeah. And also, like I say, if you're ever bored, look up our, our content videos on Facebook. We were like 50 episodes in, they're little one, two minute skits, just a lot of joke stuff, poking fun at common, you know, musician trends and fads, and a lot of just the stuff that us musicians do. Yeah, we're also going to be releasing a new one within the next two days, if you guys want to go onto our Facebook page, or our Instagram, TikTok, anything like that, YouTube, we've got a lot of different social media platforms. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll, get, and we'll get to that at the end of the, at the end of the interview, so that everybody could, you know, follow you guys everywhere. Perfect. Perfect. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, yeah.
Yeah, and if you get a chance, I don't know if you've seen on YouTube, we also have a, a music video for our last single, Cats on Cocaine. I need another beer. Um, that was filmed here in Salt Lake, and that's that's entertaining to watch. I mean, you can watch that video with the sound off. Sounds awesome. Don't turn the sound off. We have ways of tracking it. There's an algorithm or something. I got an uncle somewhere. We'll find it. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, be, before we go any further, uh, we're going to take a small little sponsored break. So we'll be right back. Perfect. All right. All right. This episode is sponsored by Hendrix Entertainment, specializing in karaoke parties from the 70s, 80s, and 90s music. For booking, please call 956 325 5757. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Um, so what are the plans for 2021? Um, we have a, hopefully if COVID doesn't stop things and the borders open back up, we have a big tour planned with a Canadian band, Paramnesia. Oh, uh, nice. That's a tour that was scheduled uh, for July of this year. But, you know, due to the pandemic and everything, that kind of put, put, the, put the brakes on that. But it's been rescheduled for April of 2021, tentatively. So if all that goes well, uh, Which well, states? Uh, well, it's going to be Northwest, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, um, California, there. Nevada. Yeah, there. some of the dates may change because of the fact that the tour has been postponed. So we're not 100%. Um, it's mostly going to be through Northwest um, and we also are hoping to have the album You Can't Dance to This completed by then, and we'll be touring on that album with Paramecia as well. Which they're actually making their U.S. debut. Yes, so they the are. First time they're coming down here, so they're excited. They've got another band from Canada, I believe, coming down with them, and hopefully we're going to have a great half of their tour. Uh, maybe we'll form a new embassy. New embassy. Oh, yeah. Bands across borders. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get it, if you get some time, definitely check out Paramecia. They're badass dudes, insanely talented. Those guys, man, cool. Make me wish I took some sort of music lesson instead of you know all the other yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I watched a lot of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I just played with my guitar alone by myself. To be honest, trust me. Just as you guys like watch the musicians and stuff, I watch people interview. And I'm just like, oh, maybe I'm going to start talking like this guy. And then sound stupid. They take your job. You sound like you put a lot of thought. <laughs> well, he's, you know, he's worked a lot of fucking sound guys. Yeah. And uh, what's the number one song that people always, you know, ask for when you guys are performing live? I'd say walking or uh, it, Child Predator. Yeah, yeah, there's a few. I mean, because the album that we're recording now, um, we've been playing live for a few months. And so oh, okay. um, that I'd say it's either Child Predator Dogs or You Can't Dance to This, which is the title yeah. track off the album. Yeah. You know, because that one, it's, it's always a challenge. Sometimes we give away candy. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we get a Sometimes there's thongs inside yeah. of a pinata. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's a pinata. 
Oh god. I'd probably say you can't dance to this is still probably the number one <laughs> requested song. Man, I'm gonna have to fucking follow you guys to on your tour. <laughs> Please don't ban me. <laughs> and uh what's the craziest thing that has happened at one of y'all's shows? Oh, Ooh, that's did you get stabbed? Almost get stabbed. How much do you want? I know. Do you want a list? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess a list of stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess a top five. I mean, anything goes here, you know. Uh, I guess we'll start off with the time that we got robbed in Tacoma, Washington. We went. We like been on tour. Had a bunch of car issues. Like as they'll probably tell you in some of the other stories, we had a shit ton of car issues. And, uh, you know, finally got up to Tacoma, Washington. Had a place to stay, which was fantastic. You normally don't get that. Normally we sleep in a parking lot inside the van. And it's great. <laughs> but we finally had a place to stay and ended up having our trailer broken into. We lost at least a, a guitar, a cab, a head, three drum toms, a couple boxes of merch, a Warwick Easy. custom base, a Warwick custom base, Easy. Ampeg fridge. They drug this Ampeg fridge out and put it in a Honda Civic. <laughs> An 810 fridge. It was a fucking Honda Civic. These are fucking dedicated tweakers. Wow. <laughs> so you ever see tweakers out there in Tacoma? We lost about two grand worth of stuff in ten. We uh, yeah. probably about ten. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of was worth too. Went down to Portland, Oregon, and. That night. Uh, Bought a bunch of new gear and we're we were able to play the next yeah, show. Never missed a show. We would never miss a show. But I'd say probably as one of the, the shows go maybe Augusta. No, I'd say the craziest yeah. show was, was the death metal festival we played on an Indian oh, reservation oh, in Arizona. Oh yeah, when that girl got her legs ran off. Yeah. Yeah, so we were down at the Navajo reservation and it was just the craziest fucking show ever. Um, we played on a plateau on a sheet of plywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cops raided it and everyone took off and some girl was passed out out there. And I guess when everyone drove out of the field, they ran her over. Every, the promoter tried to get in our van. He broke his hand on the table, throwing a fit. Like, it was crazy. We got yeah. out of there without incident, though. <laughs> and after we got out of there without incident, we found out we were going the wrong way and had to go back and had to go the back. incident. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then got through the incident. Yeah, and then our van, our brakes went out in the canyon, and we just, you know, that was that was awesome too. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then we fixed it, and then we made it home. <laughs> you yeah. just keep going. The secret to tour is don't stop for nothing. <laughs> yeah, crazy. What the heck? And um, there's two songs that I want I want to ask you guys about. Um, one of them, of course, is, uh, United We Taco. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is freaking right. hilarious. <laughs> but it's, it's so good. So, can you tell me about that song? Oh, God. United We Taco was just, like, a weird collaboration of a bunch of different musicians. So, we used to have, like, a jazz major dude who yeah. was just in love with jazz theory and everything with about jazz it. progressions. And that's how that song came about. So if you listen to that and you listen to uh, Cats on Cocaine, you can hear a major Yeah, there's a bit of an evolution there. And, there as we uh, and, that and see, that's another song that I was going to ask about too, because, you know, Cats on Cocaine, like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> right? It's and a big jump. Cats on cocaine is a lot more where we are now. You know, United We Talk all that first EP, our Cycles EP, we recorded a few years ago. And we've had a bit of a few lineup changes since then. You know, we've grown really. If you do it right, you always get better. You find better people that you work with better. You guys all, you drive well. So we've grown a lot. And that is reflected in Cats on Cocaine. You know, but a biggest thing again in everything we ride is just being excited, having that stimulus. We don't see the sense in playing a riff 20 times in a song, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you could probably take one song and make a whole album out of it, but that's the lazy way to do it. Like, yeah, might as well yeah, fucking as make well. every song you play at the edge of your own ability and you're always having fun, you know? It's that tightrope of right, just right on that line, and it just, it works. It's, it's exciting. We get bored too easily. We all play other styles of music, and there's nothing I hate more sometimes than being the Frankenstein bass guy, you know? Two notes, and I'm just over there with nothing to do. So what we do always gives everyone stimulus, you know? We all write our parts individually, intertwined with each other, and there's not a lot of mimicry going on, and so, the chemistry that. makes that possible. Yeah. You like, can't have an entire band of people with ADHD and not have <laughs> a I mean, lot of right? right? changes, right? Every single one of us has ADHD. Like, like honestly, uh, United We Taco and Cats and Cocaine are probably two of my favorite songs as of right now. They are. It's It's got more of the members that you see right now. And with this next song, Plucking Cholesterol Peters, Poison Porky Porpoise Punk the Party, <laughs> this is going to be... Our new drummer's first song with us, and it's going to sound fantastic. It's He's crazy. Been doing an amazing job keeping up with the tempo and the midis that we have produced. Thank you. So that way we can make a brand new song that's going to sound fantastic. Especially like his drumming style is very, very technical. We'll also have yeah. a nice rhythmic. Lots song. more blasts, but we're still got a lot of that groove in there too. And you know, and it, and it's important. You can't can't you can't pick them up if you don't put them down you know it's all yeah, about picking that high our song coming out i just got to say since you guys are talking about past stuff this song coming out is like one of the most i don't know how to put it i could say brutal but it doesn't really there's so much groove it's like a, behind it's, it that it's, it's, I feel it's like one of the most awesome songs it. i've ever been able to play right drums it's to. kind of like a birthday clown on fire yeah oh nice <laughs> I'm so stoked to hear it when it's finished, and I cannot fucking wait for everybody to hear it. it it's so, so dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for, just as everybody else, you know. Uh, and uh, would you, I'll, I would like to give you guys, you know, the mic and, um, you know, let you guys, you know, give a message to, to your fans, you know, since, it's been tough this year. Right. And no and no tours have been able to happen as of right now. But um, you know, this is a this is your chance to, you know, let them know what's up and right. Right. Yeah, no. I mean honestly I think I think the best the biggest thing we have to say is thanks to everybody for sticking in there and still supporting bands. Everybody that you know hasn't forgotten about us and everybody that watches our videos that follows our page that asks when we're coming to town 
that stuff means the world to us. Like people don't understand local bands, bands that are coming up us, you know, mid double touring bands. We feed off of that. That's the reason why we do this. We're not doing this for money. We're doing this to share that passion, that joy. And, you know, we're all insecure humans. If we thought we were good, we'd stop practicing, you know? So it, it helps, it helps to know that people enjoy what you're doing. And, and again, it's so important. Yeah, yeah, we oh, yeah. sacrifice everything, our money, our lives, our time. Um, it's an honor, we wouldn't have it any other way, but we wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't for everybody out there that supports us, that watches our videos, and just hang in there, man, fucking A. Shows are gonna come back, tours are gonna come back, and in the meantime, Chrome Trigger's gonna come back. Fucking A. In the meantime, we're all still creative as hell, and we'll still keep writing music, we'll still keep making stupid content videos and hurting ourselves to give everyone a laugh and just lighten the mood, you know? Just hang was in there. a door ram. He was a door ram. Forever to watch the blood on that way. Yeah, there was a lot of blood on I mean, we, we write the songs to entertain us, but the fact that it entertains other people is amazing. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. And that's the best thing about it. It's just the fact that we can share what we have with the people yeah. and get reception from it. Like it, the reciprocation that we've had has been amazing and we just love everybody that enjoys our music. Yeah, just thank you to everyone and, and everybody else too. Don't don't <laughs> don't ever don't ever be afraid to be triggered or trigger people. It's worth it. It's fun. <laughs> it's fucking it's never the end of the world, man. Never the end of the world. I spent my life saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, every place and Majority of the time, you know. Hey, that's why I wear shirts like this. Get the F out. Right? right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, life's too short. None of us get out alive. So there's no point in taking it seriously. That's fun. I'm fucking fun, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, before we get to the last few things in the interview, here's a word from our sponsor. Would you like your card dread? If so, please contact Lady Isis at 956-292-6867. She also offers other services. Give her a call, and thank you for supporting the show. And uh, this question is more on the fun side. <clears throat> well, I mean, I hope all of the questions are a bit fun, you know? <laughs> but, uh, um, if you were, and each of you could answer this question, like it doesn't have to be a group, a group, uh, a group answer. If you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you talk about? Justin. Ooh. Um, that would be. Ah, oh, that's tricky. Um. I'm gonna have to think about it. Let's 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 move on and let me think about it for a second. Man, one day I'd love to get to talk to Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah, so uh, 
I would say this one. No pressure. I got this one right here. And any musician, living or dead, I would say Cameron Rollins because he's probably the smartest, most inspirational motherfucker I've ever known. And I would uh, let him know that he was my surrogate stepfather throughout my entire life. My mom told me he's raising you, so listen to him. <laughs> and he'll never ever understand how much wisdom he gave me and how much of uh, the opposite of a pussy he made me with all of his wisdom and excellent stern words. Good old Papa Henry. <laughs> Papa Henry. Oh, you know what, man? Look into your iTunes, you know. <laughs> Who, me? No. <laughs> Fucking, uh... You know what, man? I feel like I wouldn't really choose anybody. The reason why is because I've Talk listened to, to a lot of fucking different vocalists, anywhere from David Draymond from Disturbed, fucking, I don't know, I'm not going to name a bunch of vocalists because I'm too fucking stoned. <laughs> I listen to a bunch of different guys. They've all given me their own, you know, different influences, anywhere from fucking Blackstone Cherry, fucking Molly Hatchet, to fucking Spite, fucking, I've gotten lots of slam fucking vocalist ideas, I've got lots of fucking industrial metal, Slipknot, Mushroom Head, like I just listen, or I at least try to listen to everybody to be able to get different vocal styles that I like to use. What if there was one musician that you could, if you could talk to him, you could tell him to stop? Oh, if I could tell him to stop, dude? <laughs> Meet him in an elevator and be like, fucking quit it, everything you're doing, no more. Uh, dude, I would fucking definitely tell fucking, uh, What's his ass from fucking Nickelback to just stop? <laughs> stop making millions of stop dollars. Being, stop being more stop being successful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least like just you know fucking just stop making music. Like you you, you got money. Like you had your time. Okay, okay, okay. We can't talk shit on some <laughs> other band. Dude. So mine would be Danny Carey. Danny Carey from Tool is uh is. Somebody who I, I I even know what I would want to talk to him about. I bet we could talk for hours about his influences, like the kind of music that he studies to get what he puts out. And I think that that'd be a, a dream come true for myself. Seeing him on YouTube talking to people, like he's so chill. And I I just yeah that that's my choice. Uh, I would say probably Chino from Deftones, and just. Every chili recipe. Yeah, yeah, get, get oh, his no. recipe and uh, and his chili recipe and just you know talk about uh, his his, uh, his way of writing music. I know he's got a lot of. Weren't we supposed to answer a question about like elevators or something? Yeah, yeah. If I was stuck yeah. in an elevator with somebody. <laughs> and you fucking Chino, man. Just feeling. But yeah, uh, he's just a really awesome musician. I really love the way he writes. His, uh, his lyrics and uh, he's just an awesome person to see live. Um, I've worked countless numbers of their shows and uh, he just seems like a really fun guy to hang out with. So if I'm stuck in an elevator for God knows how long, you know, I could pry into his Chino's, his, mind. Chino's mind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
And uh, where can we find you guys? Everywhere. 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 We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Chronic Trigger. C-H. You can also, all of our music is available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Play. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Pandora. You name it. And then there's quite a few homeless people in Tacoma. If you're in the Tacoma area. A lot of homeless people shit. have a lot of our, our music. <laughs> you so, probably have quite a few yeah. fucking CDs, huh? The homeless music network. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any merchandise available? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We yeah, got a lot more here soon. You can either contact us on Facebook. We're uh, currently trying to build a website right now. Yeah, we have lots of merch. Uh, we just did or a new Instagram. shirt for uh, the Cats on Cocaine video. All of the artwork and all of the merch is done by this brick because we're broke. So I draw all of our artwork <laughs> and do all of our merchandise. And you can find and um, we're too cheap to pay people. Yeah, the images are on our on our Facebook, but we have we have lots of merch for sale. Uh, we usually at the shows. It's fucking dope. Yeah, I wish you could see definitely it. Facebook. Can, like this drum head right here is part of that. I wish you could see it better, but it's so fucking dope. Yeah, but yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh thank you guys for joining me today. And I hope everybody enjoyed the interview you. that's listening. And if you didn't, oh, yeah. we'll fuck you now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, you guys are being bad. We really appreciate it. Yes, yeah, dude. We appreciate everything you're fucking doing for the scene, too, man. Thank oh, you, guys. I remember, everybody, that without music, life would be a mistake. Yeah.